أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لقد تاب الله على النبي والمهاجرين والأنصار الذين اتبعوه في ساعة العسرة من بعد ما كاد يزيغ قلوب فريق منهم ثم تاب عليهم إنه بهم رؤوف الرحيم وعلى الثلاثة الذين خلفوا حتى إذا ضاقت عليهم الأرض بما رحبت وضاقت عليهم أنفسهم وظنوا ألا ملجأ من الله إلا إليه ثم تاب عليهم ليتوبوا إن الله هو التواب الرحيم صدق الله العظيم We continued with the recitation of Surah At-Tawbah today and the incident that we are going to discuss with regards to Tawbah that took place in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the Sahaba as we know had made Hijrah to Madinah Manuwara and contrary to what was their objective of going to Madinah to find a better place the kuffar of Makkah did not leave the Sahaba alone so many many battles many wars were fought and amongst the expedition that took place Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the Sahaba received intelligence regarding an army that was planning on attacking Madinah Manawara so Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam got the Sahaba ready what was different from this expedition and the other expeditions is Nabi Akareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from beforehand informed the Sahaba that this is the journey that we are going to take we are going towards an area called Tabuk It was in very very difficult and trying trying times for the Sahaba. It was at such a time when the crops were ready for harvesting. To our understanding a person waits the entire year and the profits he makes in a certain season perhaps in our country the norm is the December season those profits he make cover him for the entire year. Perhaps a businessman will wait for a certain season that is busy for him. So this was the time for picking up their crops and for harvesting. And it was at a time when their resources were almost completely depleted. And now the command was made to get ready and go towards the book. Peak, heat, Arabian summer. The Sahaba were very, very poorly equipped at this time. But they listened to the call of Islam, they listened to the call of Rasulullah wasallam, and they got ready for this journey. This journey of Tabuk was 700 kilometers long. It was in extreme heat. The Sahaba were very poorly equipped. One Sahabi, uh, 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 ten Sahaba to one animal. Ten Sahaba to one animal during the journey. And as they were going on this journey, whatever little food they had, that also became exhausted to such an extent that they were surviving on sucking the date pits. They even had no water. They used to squeeze the innards of the skin of an animal and whatever liquid used to come out from there, they sufficed on that. But they went through this qurbani and sacrifice and as they continued on the journey, the sahaba went up to Rasulullah and they informed him of the difficulty that they were experiencing. Nabi Salaam raised his hands up to the heavens and no sooner had Nabi Salaam lifted up his hands, Allah Ta'ala opened up his rahmat upon them and water began falling the Sahaba filled all their vessels and this gave them much nourishment in their difficulty and the Sahaba mentioned that they tried to look how far the rain had fallen and they saw that it had only fallen in an area 
where the army of the Sahaba was. So the incident that is recorded, Allah Taala mentions in the Quran, "Wala thalathatiladina khulifu." Upon those three that remained behind, there were three Sahaba that did not go on this journey: Kaab bin Malik, Hilal ibn Umayyah, and Murar ibn Rabi, radiyallahu taala anhum. Kaab bin Malik is the narrator of the Hadith Bukhari Sharif riwayat. He mentions that. It was my intention to go and join this army at a later stage because it was the time of harvesting. I intended to finish off my duties and thereafter join this army. But it so happened that the more he procrastinated and delayed and very soon he heard that the Akrim Sassam and the Sahaba are now returning. So he, with much amount of regret, now he began thinking what excuses he's going to present in front of Rasulullah But after a while he put all his excuses aside and he was a sahabi of Rasulullah after all and this is that group of sahaba whom Allah Ta'ala refers to in the Quran that radiallahu anhum waraduan Allah is pleased with them and they are pleased with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so he mentioned that Nabi Akram returned and it was the habit of Rasulullah that whenever he returned from any journey that first he should wait in the masjid and like that the munafiqeen, the hypocrites that did not join this army, they went in front of Rasulullah and they began presenting their excuses. There were 80 munafiqeen, approximately 80 munafiqeen that went forward, they presented their excuses in front of Rasulullah Nabi Wasallam heard them out, made dua for them, and he let them go without reprimanding them in any way. Thereafter, Hazrat Kaab mentioned that I went and presented myself in front of Rasulullah and I told Rasulullah sallallahu that, O Nabi of Allah, if I were to come up with any excuse and make up a lie, I am presented with a gift of the gab. But I have no excuse to present. It was just my procrastination that delayed me. And before I knew it, your army was returning. So I am guilty. And whatever Nabi sallallahu deems it, it was out of my own shortcomings. So Nabi Akram looks at him and Nabi Akram smiled but not a happy smile, a sad smile. And thereafter Nabi Akram told the Sahaba around him that this person is speaking the truth. Thereafter Nabi Akram tells him that O Kaab, wait until Allah decides in your matter. Hazrat Kaab thereafter went to his clan and he mentioned what had happened. So they rebuked him and they told him that you could have come up with some excuse. So he mentioned that I was going to change my story. But when I heard that there were three, there were two others also that went and spoke the truth in front of Rasulullah then I declined. And what transpired thereafter was a great test for these three Sahaba. Thereafter Nabi Akram issued the ordered orders that these three Sahaba people must remain aloof from them, not talk to them in any way, and not associate with them in any way, till Allah Ta'ala sends down a command. So Hazrat Kaab is a narrator, he mentions that you do a very very difficult days for me. The earth was very vast but it became narrow. And Nabi Akrim also instructed that I must be separated from my, from my wife, not a divorce but just a separation. And he mentions that the lowest point for me was that one day when I was walking in the marketplace, then a leader from the tribe of Ghatfan had come to me and people had directed him towards me he came up to me with a letter and in this letter was written that we have heard 
that your master is being harsh towards you and he invited me towards their leader. But I was staunch in my Islam and deen. He went home and he burnt his letter. He mentions that once he went into the yard of his cousin, Hazrat Abu Qatada radiyatana anhu, he went and he grabbed him and he told him that do you not know that I love Allah and his Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So that Abu Qatada kept quiet. He beseeched him, do you not know that I love Allah and his Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So after, after holding on to him, Hazrat Abu Qatada replied that Allah and his Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam know, know best. So, so this, it continued in this way and thereafter Hazrat Ka'ab bin Malik mentioned that it became very very difficult for me. I used to go into the masjid, I used to look at Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Nabi Akram used to not look at me, but when I was performing my salah, then I felt Rasulullah was looking at me, but immediately when I looked back in his direction, then he should turn away. I became very very afraid and worried that if I had to pass away in this condition, or even worse, if the Nabi had to leave the dunya in this condition, then forever people will now ignore me and distance themselves from me. But this was a test from Allah Ta'ala and Rasulullah Wasallam. And the close and dear ones, Allah Ta'ala tests them in this way. Thereafter, Allah Ta'ala exonerated them in the Qur'an Majid that Allah Ta'ala mentions, لَقَدْ تَابَ اللَّهُ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ وَالْمُهَاجِرِينَ وَالْأَنصَارِ الَّذِينَ اتَّبَعُوا فِي سَاعَةِ الْعُسْرَةِ مِنْ بَعْدِ مَا كَادِ زِيغُ قُلُوبُ فَرِيقِ مِنْهُمْ ثُمَّ تَابَ عَلَيْهِمْ That Allah Ta'ala accepted their tawbah and their repentance. Allah Ta'ala mentions, وَعَلَى الثَّلَاثَةِ الَّذِينَ خُلِّفُوا حَتَّى إِذَا ضَاقَدْ عَلَيْهُمُ الْأَرْضُ بِمَا رَحْبَدْ وَضَاقَدْ عَلَيْهُمْ أَنفُسُمْ وَظَنُّوا أَلَّا مَجَا مِنَ اللَّهِ إِلَّا إِلَيْهِ ثُمَّ تَابَ عَلَيْهُمْ لِيَتُوبُوا That Allah Ta'ala has accepted the tawbah, Allah Ta'ala has accepted the repentance of these three. And no sooner had this ayat come down, those sahaba that are around Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, immediately they went and they gave Hazrat Ka'ab r.a. glad tidings that Abshir, Abshir, Allah Ta'ala said on the ayat from the Qur'an. So for 55 days, this distancing occurred, but Allah Ta'ala had exonerated them and accepted their repentance in the Qur'an in Majid. Friends and elders, this was an incident that took place in the Bukhari Shirif Riwayat mentioned in the Qur'an in Majid. This was regarding three Sahaba and friends and elders, it was their iman, their closeness, and their, their closeness with Allah Ta'ala, that Allah Ta'ala tested them in this way. The lesson we learn from this is, that every command of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is binding upon us. We do not have a choice. And not to delay in it. Carry it out when it is become compulsory. This was an order to strive in the path of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. There was a need of the time. And it was incumbent upon the Sahaba. And we find that by them delaying in it, this is how Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam uh, instructed them to, to, to in, in, in this manner they should carry themselves out. But, as I mentioned, we do not take anything away from the Sahaba. The, the Munafikin had come forward, they presented their excuse, their excuse were accepted. Why? Because they were hypocrites. These were true Sahaba, and this was the link, the link that they had with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The other lesson we learned is, that despite them not joining, they did not come and speak any lies, but they adhered to the truth. So, a very very important lesson we learned from this incident is, that in one of, whatever moment of our lives, we should always learn from the Sahaba, that to speak the truth. Why? Because if we speak the truth, Allah Ta'ala absorbs them in the Quran in Majid. So Allah Ta'ala will always make a way out for you. Whatever difficulty it might be, if you come and speak upon the truth, Allah Ta'ala will make a way out for you. But if you speak lies, then for every lie, you have to need another lie, and need another lie to cover up, 
and eventually you still be caught. We make dua to Allah Ta'ala, may Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq of keeping upon the footsteps of the Sahaba, and making amal upon the teachings. Wa akhiru dawan, alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.